0: I accidentally bought nine liters of sparkling water. Okay, welcome to episode 19 of The Failure Show. I'm Ben Frank. And
1: I'm Ida Knox.
0: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, at BenFrankComedy, and on my website, BenFrankComedy.com.
1: And as always, please don't find me on the internet.
0: Yes, she's maintaining a very low profile. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I was almost like, oh, like we're almost to double digits, because 20, but that's not, <laughs> <laughs> not That's right. not how numbers work. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not.
0: You saw two, and you're like, double?
1: Well, yeah, I was like ooh, like we're almost at 20, that's like double, that's like double digits, but no. Like when you turn 10 and it's a huge birthday because double digits, but that's... I don't really remember
0: 10 being that big of a birthday for me. Was it a big...
1: Explains a lot about how you ended up the way that you are.
0: What is that? What is the way that I am? I
1: just, I feel like, you know, people who really put a lot of emphasis on their 10th birthdays ended up differently. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, they ended up as people who put a lot of emphasis <laughs> don't on birthdays. Yeah, double digits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. people people who don't know how how numbers work. That's
1: Yeah, I do put a lot of emphasis on birthdays.
0: I like birthdays. You, you do. As anyone who's listened to this podcast from the beginning knows
1: or lived just ever had to live in like close proximity to me anywhere from December to February, I would say.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I've yeah, I've been the opposite. about it. I've never really, I've never really gone crazy celebrating my birthday.
1: I just use it as a really good excuse to make people do things that they otherwise would potentially not want to do. So, like so, a dick move, um. right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, things that you would find fun. Yeah. Exactly. You just yeah, basically, the, it's all a part of your master plan to force people to be friends with you.
1: Uh, yeah, um, which is working out, I would say, reasonably well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it worked out. I mean, it worked out well with me. You, yeah, you, we're friends. Yeah, um, we're friends.
1: Despite my, like, creepy premise of, like, forcing you to be my friend. And yeah. I think that worked out okay.
0: Yeah, it led me to... To come to you with a podcast idea, exactly. You and planted the idea of friendship in my head somehow,
1: and here we are with that podcast almost in double digits. <laughs> right, almost
0: in double digits at at, at nineteen. <laughs> at nineteen. At nineteen. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> almost there. Again, should be a great show. Most important guys. lesson: We're very close to double digits. Episode yeah. <laughs> nineteen. Uh, you should we listen. We've got a great guest today. Uh, so without any further ado, let's just, let's just go right into fail or pass. Fail or pass. Okay, this is fail or pass, the portion of the show where Ida gets really upset about something. Yeah. What are you, you going to get upset about this week, All right. Ida?
1: Quote from the New York Times. Lena Dunham says her dog was abused. <laughs> <laughs> the shelter he came from disagrees. I hope that's not also the story you happened to have picked. No, it is not. <laughs> okay. I, Any more details we need to know? Yeah, yeah. I got some details. Okay. So apparently Lena Dunham had a, a first dog, uh, Lambie, who was like a, a mutt that she had adopted from a shelter, who became semi-social media famous with her, but then disappeared. Like, stopped, stopped cropping up in Instagram posts, etc. And then she got two new dogs, Susan and Karen, with no mention of old dog, Lambie. So, the internet... <laughs> I'm getting weird looks for this one. The internet picked up on this and was like, what the fuck? Where's Lambie? And she, like, said that she had had to, like, get rid of him, give him back to a different, like, shelter... Because he had behavioral can I, issues. Can I interrupt you for a second? Mm-hmm.
0: I realized I forgot to introduce our guest. <laughs> we, we 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 have our guest, our lovely guest it, for who kind of,
2: is it's kind of the story of my life. Then so right, it, it's totally yeah
0: yeah. yeah. Welcome, uh, Kathleen <laughs> Goldman, uh, to the Failure Show. I feel yeah. like I feel like I need to make people know that she's here before you continue. That's
1: with, true because with Kathleen your is the one who's staring at me in, in awe <laughs> that this could be the story that I've picked. Oh,
0: the noises! Um, yeah, wait. It's, yeah. Someone apparently it sounds like they're mixing concrete or something upstairs. This is really usually pissing. yeah. This is <laughs> usually a very very quiet apartment, and this literally right before we started recording, some intense construction seems to be going on upstairs on the twenty second floor of this building. So, anyways.
2: It's because I'm here, and you forgot to introduce me, and this is a failure show. Yeah, so that's true.
1: This is a mild failure.
0: Okay. So, Ida, right. do you want to continue with Lena Dunham dog story? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I will. Right. So,
1: she, like, got rid of the dog. She, like, gave it back. Now, I, 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 and it was, there's, like, controversy, because then someone at the shelter where she had originally adopted the puppy was like, what? That puppy was never abused. Like, it was a fine dog. But then there's, like, her side of the story, which is it wasn't and had a lot of behavioral issues. And then there's, like, the dog trainer who, like, went to her home to deal with the behavioral issues. Uh, So this is going to be Ben's least favorite kind of story. But I've got a couple pass-fails. Okay. Pass-fail number
0: one. Fail or pass.
1: Sorry. Fail or pass number one. Sass. Lena Dunham for ever adopting a dog. Um, number two, that's mostly a joke, but like for adopting a dog and then giving it back in general. For adopting a dog and then returning the dog four years later.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Four years later. Key information. Uh, and then adopting two more dogs if she had to give
2: the first dog back. I don't know if we're gonna Did she like adopt your... those two new dogs or did she buy them from a breeder? Ooh. Great question. I don't
1: know where Susan and Karen came from.
2: They're poodles, though, so good guess is a breeder. I think she got them from a breeder, and what I think happened was that the previous dog didn't get along with the two new dogs, but because she paid for the two new poodles, she, of course, had to give the adopted dog away. And for that, yeah. she is scum of the earth, because people like that should not be allowed to have animals. Ha! Huh. See? Strong
1: opinions. What are you going yeah. to give...
2: Have a baby, and if your baby has behavioral issues, what are you going to do with your baby? Yeah, definitely give it it back. back. 100% (laughs) get the child back. People who adopt anything should have a certain level of patience and compassion. I will
1: say that uh, just having... That's one reason I don't have pets. They live for a long time, and you sort of have to deal with them.
2: I have two pets, and I brought them from Germany. Actually, I brought my cat from America to Germany to China, and my dog from Germany to China, they are my children. See, I have very strong opinions about pets and pet people. Yeah, and
1: that's why, like, I feel like people are very upset with her. They kind of have theorized about, like, how she maybe shouldn't have done it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't have pets for that reason, because I, like, am vaguely intrigued at the idea of having a dog. Um, in the same way, I'm vaguely intrigued at the idea of having a child and not doing
0: either of those <laughs> The she,
2: lifetime commitment, yeah. you have to take the good with the bad. Yeah, you can't, you can't
1: give them back. But Lena Dunham did. Scum.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can give it back. Scum. I don't, I don't like it. That's okay.
2: You got there. You got there. That's okay. a good story. I approve
1: of your story, okay. but okay. I fail her. So that was a good story. Yeah. No, I'm definitely failing her on all counts. Okay.
0: Well, that sounds good then.
1: All right. Unilateral failure.
0: <sighs> <sighs> okay. My story, not quite as deep and provocative and important as that one. Yeah, well, they never are. Um, <laughs> mine is titled, As Elites Switch to Texting, Watchdogs Fear Loss of Transparency. So this one, also about dogs, but not really. It's okay. not. It just That's has the word a bad joke. joke. Yeah, it has right. the word dog. But what
1: time. is it about? Because the title didn't really help. Um,
0: It's basically, in general, about how in industries such as... It, government and finance where there's a big burden on the people in those industries to keep records of correspondence and things like that, that since a lot of people have switched to texting and texting apps like WhatsApp that can be encrypted and have self-destructing messages that it's a very convenient way to kind of circumvent the whole, uh, having to save and preserve and, you know, share that information. So kind of oversight agencies and oversight companies and oversight bodies are worried that kind of the prevalence of some of these different texting apps is now getting in the way of the transparency of these industries.
1: Okay. So what are our pass-fail factors? Sorry. Sure. <laughs> fail-pass factors. Oh, God. It's <laughs> the name of
0: the segment just never seems to catch off. <laughs> put it, um, I put what it, are, it as fail or pass because failure is what we emphasize. I, no, no. The no I get
1: it. I get it. Um, what are our fail-pass our fail uh, factors?
0: Um, I guess it's two things. I think we're failing or passing the people in these industries who may or may not be kind of you know say texting through these apps instead of using email or other Is it illegal? So it's it's illegal I guess in some of these industries to not like keep records that that can be shared if you're audited or or it, you know something okay. like that. So by using these these apps where they could have self-destructing messages or you so know, it just makes it easier to break the law. It makes it easier to break the law, and if, and if they're asked for that information, they'll be like, oh, well, I was using WhatsApp, and it's, the, it's all gone. I can't do anything about it. So, so there's a fail or pass.
1: Do you think they're cutting up bodies up there or something? Sorry. Little I'm, just sounds like sawing noises. I kind got of distracted. Chinese yeah. Dexter.
0: Yeah.
2: He's up there. I really hope not.
1: <laughs> I mean, just like say. now that I've talked myself into it, I'm worried. Okay, wait, no, I'm back. I'm with the story. Okay. Right.
0: Um. Um, so, yeah, fail or pass on the people in these industries for potentially circumventing these channels of transparency. And then, I guess, the oversight industries, like, fail or pass them, I guess, for... Just getting upset about the advancement of technology and just how the world is changing. Yeah. Like, like are they right to be this upset about it, or, or should they? Just well, what deal are with they the doing?
1: World? Just being upset. Like, like, are they trying to like say you can't? Are they like instating like a rule or something? I
0: think it's too early for them to have sort of any rules or have reacted to this in any formal way. I think at this point, it's a it's a fear, mm. and they don't really know how. To deal with it yet
1: all right well from the perspective of someone who fears anything unknown I can kind of empathize <laughs> um, I don't know I, I think that people have to learn to live with tech like and live with the way that it's changing I mean there's not like a really good way around that other than just say like stop having tech, tech advances which isn't gonna work
0: yeah that usually usually is not the way the world the world happens no.
1: i'm gonna pass the people like using convenient messaging services unless they're doing it with like strict intent of like and then i have a fail safe like delete like if they're not doing it with the intention of breaking the law which i assume a majority of them are not um pass
2: i don't know I agree
0: you're passing them
2: if it really does matter in certain industries, they have their own networks that they have to use and those are secure networks. Yeah. They're not allowed to use WhatsApp or WeChat to communicate. So if I was doing WhatsApp when I was not supposed to, to send you a message to a client, then fail me. Okay. Like if I'm doing it just normally because it's convenient and awesome.
0: So I yeah. I don't really I don't really know. I, I would I, I'm going to pass the people for using technology that's available to them, unless their company has a strict policy hmm. that, that just says like you cannot formally communicate with clients or business partners other than through our secure email server.
1: I think you're right. I think I cared more about the dogs. Okay. <laughs>
0: so, but yeah, I,
1: I pass. I pass them. Pass, pass,
0: and you're passing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess yeah we can just we can just stop it at that. I one, universal, one guys, universal agreement. Yeah, it, it, we this, there seems to be a lot more passion on the Lena Dunham dog story <laughs> just for a sure. bit. Okay, well uh, that's been uh, that's been fail or pass. Let's uh, let's move on to the next segment. Failure of the week. Okay, uh, so we're gonna get started with our. Little failures of the week. Ida's favorite part of the podcast. I'm pretty sure. think it's sure. cute? You think it's cute? Yeah. Do you have your little failure that you? Um,
1: want I mean, to share? like other than being hungover right now. Um, I don't know. I like this was. It was a weird week. I don't know. Like a lot of a lot of small failures. I would say um, our hot water heater broke, and then we had like a real. A real fiasco trying to, like, re-install it, sort of. So that was kind of a failure. I've been taking cold showers for six days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, very unfair. Like, I have short hair, and my roommate has hair, like, down to her butt. And so, like, I was like, oh, this is miserable. And she was like, yeah, you have no idea. Like, you don't even understand a little bit. And I was like, yeah. But, yeah, failure. I've been showering at the gym for a week, which is, I think, what, like, homeless people
0: do. So just assuming homeless people can get into the gym and shower there yep
2: but if you look on the brighter side of things they usually provide shampoo conditioner body wash that's true they so, do i yeah. not think of it as a failure
1: i do assume that homeless people go to really nice gyms
0: yeah. <laughs> okay well as long as, we're, as long as we're on the same page about that yeah oh my god i
1: don't see the problem here yeah i know definitely just a week of cold showers has felt like a failure for sure
0: okay <laughs> Um, I went to Beijing this past week for work, and on both my flight going to Beijing and back from Beijing, I had roughly a five-hour delay Mm. on each end, which is not really surprising because Chinese flights are always delayed, and it's the summer, and Beijing to Shanghai in particular is just such a busy route because everyone's traveling between Beijing and Shanghai a lot.
1: Are we talking, like, already on plane delay or, like, at least still at your gate delay? Uh,
0: pretty much always still at the gate, which was good. So, in Shanghai on Tuesday, we went on the plane, sat down for a little while, then got off the plane. Yeah. And then once we got off the plane, after, like, five minutes, we're like, oh, line up, we're boarding again. No, yeah. that's really Um uh, But luckily, I didn't have to sit on the plane for, like, three hours. I do feel like that is... That the, would be the worst worse. when you're already on the plane and you can't move and nothing's happening. Uh, so I guess the failure is me not choosing to take the high-speed rail to Beijing instead. Because <laughs> I used to do that all the time. And then for some reason, the last few months when I've made these trips, I've taken... You've flown. I've, I've flown. And You've I don't know why. Mistake. And a yeah, mistake. I just need to go back to taking... Because the, the train itself is only five hours. So if there's almost any delay, it's just faster. And it's more comfortable. There's more space. Okay, so, that's, <laughs> so that is my yeah. failure of the week. Kathleen, what's your what's Kathleen, what failure you of the week? Yeah, what would you like to My share whole week
2: them? was a fail, but this fail was actually really funny. We wanted to go to the new Bull and Claw. Have you been to the Bull and Claw? Never no. Have. Oh, it's incredible. What 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 is that? It's a restaurant. Their brunch is amazing. They have steaks and lobster. and It sounds bougie, I assure you, it is. Yeah. yeah <laughs> perfect, good. <laughs> and so we told the taxi driver... Fengyan Lu, right? It's on Feng Yan Lu. Yeah. Fine. So he drives us to Feng Lu. It's by Huaihai. Mm-hmm. We're looking out the window. He said, hmm, it's not here. Where's the restaurant? So we show the taxi driver the address and now he starts laughing at us and he goes, Ha 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 ha. Lu? yanlu? lu. No oh. Oh. A tone You said it wrong A tone You said the tone wrong Fucking tones So for the next 15 minutes While well, he drives us back across Shanghai Fun. Fun.
0: Fun. <laughs> Okay So you So did you not end up getting to brunch because of that Or did you we get there We did
2: We made it Well this was on a Tuesday anyway But we made it to Bull and Claw I had
0: They have Tuesday brunch?
2: No they have Tuesday lunch
0: Okay, and you made it
2: brunch. We did. Okay. You drink a Bloody Mary with anything, it's technically brunch. Yeah. She did. My friend did have the Bloody Mary. There you go. I had an alcoholic milkshake. Oh.
0: For lunch? Yes. Spiked milkshake. Nice. Hmm.
2: Had peanut butter, bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bacon, right? Brunch. Um, a brunch food. Yeah. Vanilla vodka. <laughs> so a she- brunch food. <laughs> Me equally French level food. Yeah. Shout idea. out to Bull and Claw on Fanyan, though.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's almost... Uh, we can get them as a sponsor. Sort of like that one time we had a shout-out to Jizbon Condoms. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Still not nice. a sponsor. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girl can dream, you know. And you
2: keep saying it often enough. It's kind it'll of, happen. yeah. We're like, this will, this
1: will work. <laughs> just, yeah. just
2: put that energy into yeah. the world.
0: Bull and claw. Jizbon. Bond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just keep saying Okay. Well, that was great. You got your vanilla spiked milkshake. I did. Okay. So, yeah. Definitely welcome to The Failure Show. We've, yeah. We've yeah. Wanted, to, I've yeah. wanted to have you on for a while because you are a lawyer and Ida is going to law school.
1: It kind of has felt a little bit like when someone's like, oh, I know this really great guy. Like, you guys would get on so well. Like, you should meet him. Like, when your mom's trying to hook you up with someone. Yeah. And then
2: she finally meets me today and she's like, oh, you're Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was my exact
0: reaction. Right. 100%. Well
2: I've been avoiding Ben precisely for
0: this reason. Because he um, was gonna
1: make you be on a podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: That's good. We're off
1: to a, a, a roaring start then, I would say. Alright. Well I don't I don't know your story at all, even a little bit. Um, but you said this whole week was
2: a failure. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, this whole week was a failure.
1: Is that a failure that will not be elaborated on?
2: No, no, Ben. Would you? I told Ben about my yeah. failure. Would you like me to tell Ida about my my midterm extravaganza? I would.
0: I would love. I would love you to share that if you're comfortable sharing it.
2: So I had midterms this week. Are you still in school? Yeah, I'm going for my second master's in international tax. Sure, because that tax. sounds like fun. <laughs> um. No, it's actually quite interesting. Like I'm learning a lot about how to hide money. <laughs>
0: Oh, so it's a useful skill. Um, well, I just it see. I WhatsApp just see it. has a delete
2: message <laughs> function. If you ever, it's useful only if you, you have money. Ben.
0: Oh, yeah. ooh, No, that's very true.
1: That's like when my mom like freaked and she was like, "Where you know? are you keeping your savings in China or America? And I was you're like, like, savings? savings? <laughs> nope.
2: Um, nope. <laughs> All right. So you're getting your second master's. Mm-hmm. And this week was midterm. So I did the responsible adulting thing. And I took a few days off of work so I can stay home and just study and cram. Right. I'm really excited about it because uh, I want to learn the material. I want. I really want to do well. Right. Well. So I took four days off of work and I just studied day and night, day and night, day and night. I didn't sleep really. About every three hours, I would just lay there on the sofa for 15, 20 minutes and just relax and then back at it. Mm. So Tuesday comes, and I spread out all my materials. I knew every law, every regulation, fucking everything. I had my pencils, my water, so I'm set up, ready to go. I'm, like, very nervous for
1: what's happening. Oh, my God. I was
2: super ready to go. I was super prepared. I had all my colors and my law books. So stoked, you know? You're right. I do like her. And I opened the test. So the test was four hours. Okay. Three questions. There were three questions on the exam. That was it. Right. Very simple questions, but really complex. Yep. Right. So I open the test, and I look at it, and I just start crying. No. I'm not even talking like tear boo-hoo-hoo, boo-boo kitty. I'm talking like hysterical meltdown puddle on the fucking floor. Like from floor. lack of sleep or just... I had had it.
1: Yeah, well... Physically,
2: mentally, I was done. Absolutely, I had a panic attack. Oh no! <sighs> Fucking panic attack. Did you take it? So, I was like, okay, calm down. This usually happens every time I take a test because I just work myself up. <coughs> Sorry. So much, are you yeah. sure you
1: should be getting a second master's? <laughs> <laughs> like, not to say that it seems. like <laughs> Maybe it's supposed tell. to
2: be encouraging you. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 But I it happens definitely. all the time, so I, I just kind of. Yeah. I breathe, I do my yogic breathing, I, like, stretch, I shake a little. I'm like, okay, now what are you freaking out about? It's just a test. right? So I read through the first question, and I'm like, okay, I know it. I know all the answers. Yeah. Right? So I start writing, and I went to go look for the regulation numbers, because you have to cite your regulations.
1: So you can, like, see, you can go look for stuff and, like, well, you have your, to You yeah. have to
2: use which law that you... Okay, so yeah. yeah. So I was, like, flipping through my law books, like, a frantic maniac I knew which law I needed but I started reading something about something else and I was just reading reading the law and I'm like I know this isn't the law that I need I'm just gonna read it right so it was just like kind of my mind yeah. yeah and then just kept repeating to myself I can't do it I can't do it I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> that was it so after an hour and a half of Nothing. At one point, I actually like wrinkled my paper up and threw it across the room. It's
1: almost poetic.
2: (laughs) And I got up and I went and I walked and I sat down on the couch and I'm like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. And after an hour and a half, I just submitted my exam. And that was it. I wrote a few words. A bit. A bit. Some of that, like, first law you read. Yeah. <laughs> Capital Baines when it wasn't even about that. But I just wrote some words. And, uh, yeah, that was it. So failure is, like,
1: hitting close to home this week.
2: I then. was, like, I'm super disappointed in myself. Hmm. Because I know it. My professor knows that I... My professor sits on the Senate Finance Committee. Oh. So, he controls budgets for the entire United States of America and knows what he's talking about. Low key. So, not only did I disappoint myself, but like my professor's probably thinking, what is this stupid idiot doing in my class? Yeah,
1: based on all professors I've ever met, that's definitely <laughs> how I view students.
2: Oh, I'm so um, disappointed in myself. Oh, and I that's know rough. what I'm doing, and I like. So, the difference between getting a bachelor's and a master's is well, A, I'm paying for it myself. Yep. So, I want to do well, and uh, I actually want to know what I'm doing because hopefully in the future people will pay me to do sex. Yeah, thing. I feel you there. As I heard that happens in Yeah, the it, can, world. it can
1: occasionally happen where right. you get paid to do things that you're vaguely qualified to do. Yeah, but
2: apparently what happens in the adult world too is they can let you go from a job if you don't know what you're doing. I've heard they that. It's a terrifying thing. Uh, I've never experienced That's it myself scary. because nobody's actually ever given me money to do so. Oh well, like Ben gets fired all the time. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. We'll have to chat. So. <laughs> yeah, <Ben's been laughs> fired just to loads just to prepare <laughs> you for so.
0: For yeah. that, for that, for that point where they're like, where they're talking, you know, they're like capital gains, and you're like, oh, I know I I that. I answered, I answered that question. It wasn't the answer to that question, but thank God, I looked at capital gains.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's been a it's been a failure heavy a failure heavy week for for you. But in general, how would you describe? Like you said, this is kind of a regular test taking occurrence which is fine like yeah i i relate because like i'm always worried i'm gonna fail at things like going to dinner correctly and stuff so like yeah as john mulaney says like canceled plane plans is like you know it's like cocaine but um how does that like how does that relate to your vibes on failure in general are you like a accept failure and lean into it or like a grow or
2: like i hate it fuck it kill it To be completely honest, I don't have much experience with failure. Huh. I actually feel weird saying that because failure is like life, but see I don't fail. Alright, so so what do you think of as failing? But see I don't because, so, something about me, I hate cliches. Okay. Like I don't believe that there's such a thing. I believe it's people's justification of what was supposed to happen anyway. Okay. And they're just making themselves feel better about a yeah. we'll situation. Try and drop as many as possible into the show. Right. So I'm well, I'm not legally divorced yet, but I am separated from a husband. And okay. My first reaction to the even the word was, Oh my god, Kathleen, you are such a failure. Like mm-hmm. people who get divorced, they are failures. Like Right? Okay, yeah, because
1: right? it technically was not a successful marriage if it ended Right, in and divorce, if it's not success,
2: the, it's failure. Right? right, there you go, that's the... Yeah. Well, that's that's <laughs> bullshit. Because now, actually, it's been about two years. Okay. I don't look at it as a failure, to be completely honest. Maybe okay. that, actually that's just me justifying the No,
1: no, no, I mean, so. I think people just see it differently, because we've had people on who you know, have some things where I was like, huh, wow, that's a pretty big failure. <laughs> Damn, which is, you know, a great way for a host to react. But,
2: uh, yeah, but what is a failure, though? Because to me, everything like that is just kind of a bump in the road. Okay, but I would never I actually don't look at failures as failures. I wouldn't even know how to define failure to you. Do you have a way that you define success? Actually, great question. No.
1: Okay, so that helps explain why failure is hard to define, too. Because I think that people who have a very strict, like, this is what it is to be successful. Well, because
2: to some people's success is money. To right. some people's success is taking care of their families. To some people's success is people knowing your name. hmm Right? And those are just different, like, notches of success, I suppose. But you can't define success. If you're happy, you enjoy what you're doing, you can provide for your family, you... Can do your hobbies if you have time for your hobbies. That's yeah. cool. That to me is successful.
1: So you were getting a second master's. What was your first
2: master's? Comparative law.
1: Comparative law. Okay. Where which country were you living in then? Germany. Germany. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you did comparative law in Germany and now you're doing international tax in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. And you're originally from
2: Connecticut. Oops.
1: All right, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. To all East Coast. Our, to all of our <laughs>
2: Connecticut listeners out
0: there. We're both, we're both New Englanders. Um, all right. well East
1: Coast uh, is the best coast. It's not the worst. I'm headed to the other one. But yeah, the East Coast is fine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you're, you're from Connecticut. So um, so how did you end up sort of in Germany and then Shanghai?
2: Awesome story, actually. Yeah. Well, I really, I really love this story. Tequila. Okay.
0: Wait, that That's tequila is how you ended up in Germany? Yeah, tequila basically. is how you ended up in Germany. Didn't you're probably that, not the I did Didn't first. even know they had tequila <laughs> You're
1: yeah, probably like the only person who's had that happen. Well, no,
2: I was at this uh, t- little tequila bar in New Haven, Connecticut, and I was drinking prickly pear margaritas with my best friend Chandler. Yeah. And he looks at me, and it was nearing graduation time. We are graduating uh, with our bachelor's, and he said, oh, you're graduating. What are you going to do?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Great question. You know, four years, I'd never thought about it. And I was really drunk, and I said, I'm moving to Germany. <laughs> Just like that, actually. The, the That's, there, was head, there was a head nod <laughs> with it, yeah. Okay. Germany. Apparently, I had also called my dad that night and told him him that I was moving to Germany. Sorry,
1: okay, can, can I just get some follow-up? Do you speak German? No. D- had you ever been to Germany? No. Were you, like, dating a German man? No. All right, um,
2: I'm out. What? Why? <laughs> Germany? <laughs> well, because I closed my eyes and did this on a map. Oh, okay. Thank God it was Germany. I
0: wait, wait. Like... did you do that at a map in the bar before you said Germany?
2: Yeah, he pulled up a map on his phone.
0: So, oh, so, you so your thing. your friend okay. Chandler yeah. was
1: like, What's your plan? And you were like, Yeah. And he was like, Here's a map. Why don't you close your eyes and point at a country? And yeah, Uber? Chandler
2: is a very thought provoking person. So oh, like, oh, I like You him. can go anywhere in the world you want. You have... Well, he obviously wasn't wrong. <laughs> no. He's still my best friend. So, All right. Yeah. So, you picked Germany. Yeah. And I called my dad, and I told him drunkenly that I'm moving to Germany, and his response was, okay, Kathleen. (laughs) 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 Oh, joke's on you, Dad. Apparently, I drove home, got on the internet, booked a one-way ticket to Germany. A week later, I landed in Germany with a backpack and a cat.
1: Okay, can I I just say, I know we're talking about you being a pet person, but like... In terms of you know flying across the world and abandoning all responsibility and making crazy choices, it's like really impressive to me that you did that. But you also brought your cat because
2: well, I have very strong feelings about people who move and uh, leave their and pets, leave behind. Their pets I behind. Yeah, think that they are also scum of the earth and should be flogged and hung and quartered. And well, it's
1: good that you're not overly dramatic about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, people who. I see posts on the internet, especially WeChat all the time, like, oh I'm leaving Shanghai, you know, and I can't bring my cat. But my first, you know, response is well why can't you bring your cat? Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: Everybody because you everybody can, can you bring, definitely bring can. your cat.
1: I had a friend who just left and took two cats. Okay.
2: Yeah. And that person is a hero. The person is awesome. are Fucking cats. If I know it's expensive. I paid about three thousand US dollars to bring my dog here from Germany and my cat. Yeah, it's fucking expensive, but if you know you're leaving... You have some kind of prep period. You can maybe get some donations because there's lots of pet lovers out there. You can ask for help. You can uh, whore yourself. <laughs> you can do anything you want. Just bring your fucking pets.
1: That's true. You can whore yourself. Okay, I feel like I threw us off a little bit there. You landed in <laughs> Sorry, Germany. I got on my pet purse. Post a week of whoring yourself <laughs> so that you could take your cat with you.
2: Yeah. Uh, what, was your, what was your game plan there? I honestly had no idea. Uh, Game plan. There was a university in the city that I chose, which, um, which was uh, Uni Mannheim. It's apparently because I'm very impulsive. I don't research anything. Apparently, it was one of the best schools in Europe huh. for business and law. So I ch- chose good. the right city. But did I you guess.
1: go like knowing you were going to go to school, or did you just show up with like I've heard of Germany?
2: Well, I knew that I would have to have a purpose for staying in Germany yeah so I kind of assumed that the easiest way to stay in Germany legally was to go to school
1: yeah in most US countries way. that's a pretty fail safe way to like visa yourself yeah and to, to get a
2: place to live yep. so I can kind of figure things out so uh, and okay. in Europe university is it's not free but I paid about 500 euro a semester oh wow which is what I pay now in books yeah so it's kind of a cheap I don't How know you- what I'm doing after graduation plan I
1: wish I had done that now a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, I moved straight to China, so I did not not do that, but I had a, yeah, not, no cat. Um, so, so how
2: long were you in Germany for? Well, so I ended up staying in total for eight years. Whoa. Damn tequila. I, said, right? I stayed for three, then I moved back home for a little bit, and then I moved back to Germany until recently, about... A year and a half ago, uh, then I moved to China. Okay, and you weren't a student all eight years,
1: were you? No, no, no. I graduated. Okay. Uh, from university there, um, and worked as in in law. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, what was it like to like be a student in a foreign country?
2: I drank and then, so much.
1: You drank. Well, it's Germany. That's the like reputation, right? Touche. <laughs> um, so, but like, what what? I mean, you've said, you know, like, you don't think of things as failures, but, like, was it easy? Was it hard? Was
2: it, like, a cultural adjustment? Well, Germans, I don't want to say they hate Americans, but the stereotypes, uh, they're kind of hurtful, to be honest, but, you know, after living there so long, I kind of realized that they are a little bit true. Yeah, Americans abroad don't have the best reputation. Mm -hmm. We don't. And I used to, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I used to be one of them, but I, you know, had traits of one of them. Uh, They're loud, they're obnoxious, but Germans think that Americans are stupid, we don't read, Mm. uh, we don't know anything, we're fat. Okay, so a lot of positives. (laughs) So you kind of, I mean, in that
1: sense you probably were a moderate success in germany just not falling into the the category of americans that were most of those things
2: if you learn the language and you try to assimilate uh they'll be okay with you although you'll never fully assimilate i've read friends who lived there for 20 30 years and people still look at them like american garbage to be honest
1: that's really interesting because I've always, I mean, my experience living abroad um, is all China versus, like, I've been to many countries, but living and trying to, like, assimilate, it's all been China. And I've always assumed that you couldn't assimilate in China because it was China and mm-hmm. it's, like, so homogeneous and mm-hmm. very impossible, but I hadn't really considered that in Germany that would also be just something where 20 years in you're still, like, not German.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because huh. even twenty years of speaking German, you're still gonna have an an accent. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that'll never go away. Did you learn German? I did. All
1: right, I did. That's good. That's that's a positive. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it still sounds funny, but... So,
1: how did you... So, so you liked living in Germany mm. moderately well. You learned German. You spoke the language. You had a job. And now you're in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Um, So, there's, like, a, a missing piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. By, yeah. And yeah. you... My following of, of that right. How did you get... And again, so. that
2: was another impulsive decision. China's after. big on the map, to be fair. So, if she closed her eyes... Honestly, in probability of me landing on China, it's... <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Probability of you landing in Germany not nearly as high.
2: True. Well, you know, as busy. luck would have it, but no, I met a German guy. Yep. Still missing part of that yeah, story. after okay. my separation, I met a German guy. Okay. And we were dating for about honestly a month it happens. A month. And he said to me one day, oh, my company is offering me to go to China, but I will only go if you come with me. And without Ooh. even thinking, I said, yeah, okay, fine. Legitimately, <sighs> swear to God, that's how it happened. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. You seem, you seem to have no difficulty leaving a place that you've lived for a really long time to go to another place that is really Which far is away. Which is
2: absolutely funny because before I moved to Germany... Uh, The first time, I cried every day, you know, every day before I left. I hate change. I honestly hate change. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Huge social anxiety, like I liked my circles, I had my life, my work, that was it. And if anything changed that, I would hysterically freak out. But after the first time and then the second time, it strangely gets easier. Yeah. So how long have you been in Shanghai? Uh, it will be two years this December.
1: Okay, so that German guy said, "I'm gonna go to Shanghai. Mm-hmm. You should come with." And mm-hmm. you said, "Yeah, okay." okay and uh-huh. then you played the like I should be a student again game because it was. A well, country. no, I'm
2: working too. So I asked okay. my company in Germany if I could sit in Shanghai. Okay. So and, you didn't yeah. like quit your job. Oh, not and... at all. No, nope, and luckily we both got transferred here, so it kind of worked out. Huh. Ooh. Month. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's so fun.
1: Um, were you nervous that like the second time round? I mean, do you speak Chinese now? Did you speak Chinese then?
2: Fang Yan Lu? So no. That's a no. <laughs> That's a no. So I definitely know. <laughs> I can communicate.
1: Okay. Um, so how long is your is your program? You're kind of in um, Middle I'll of it. Finish with
2: classes in December. Oh, I'm okay. super excited about
1: that. Does this one does this this master's in international taxation? What is that degree wise? Like a are you gonna get a CPA or is that different?
2: I huh, funny you mentioned that. I my goal was to take the CPA exam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I thought about it. Like you can <laughs> you can visibly see me and uh do do I look like a CPA? You do not look like a CPA. I'm sorry.
0: What is a CPA? Uh, certified. No, no. Client. I know that. <laughs> oh, <God damn> <laughs> I'm
1: not an idiot. What does a CPA look like? You know what? I asked if she was going to get her a CPA.
0: You asked a question and I answered the question nope, that, I heard. I <laughs> <laughs> that I heard before you finished it. So. Yep.
2: Alright. Well, well. Like a, an accountant. A really smart accountant who sits there and fiddles with numbers. I don't
1: know you're wearing pink so like not really thank you don't you. really look like that I, guess, I thought
2: mind. about it I can't I can't I won't take the CPA exam because I don't want to subject myself to more torture okay and I think I would just be absolutely miserable doing that well, yeah and it's
0: it's not an easy exam so if you don't really want so to so are you saying it, that I wouldn't be able to pass the exam no I'm saying if the if exam, that you, exactly uh, no, saying. I'm saying you don't gonna want to he's going to tell you that to right do
2: before it. he explains yeah. to you what a CPA is
1: <laughs>
0: saying if you don't want to do it why subject yourself to something that difficult that is the <laughs> argument i was making and you are twisting my words. you're sitting at
2: a table with with lawyers, okay? yeah. Future <laughs> lawyers. so exactly. we're going to lawyer, a lawyer everything yet. that you say yeah. yeah yeah
0: sure just like i lawyered your question <laughs> about what you a certified did. public accountant was you
1: cut me off and interrupted and then answered a question and then asked yeah, cool. I all feel right. like
0: that sounds like what a lot of lawyers do, so I'm going <laughs> 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 right. to... it's fair enough. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, I will not be a, a CPA. I like fun things, planning events. I love planning events and, like, projects. I like projects. Okay, all right.
1: All right. So I, how I, does that fit in I'm with the whole... I'm increasingly putting together why you thought we would get along. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So So okay. how does the whole planning events thing coincide with the international tax thing
2: well it doesn't but see now i'm trying to figure out how Mm, how it could yeah and see actually that's i was thinking about success and um like you guys you guys have your show Mm -hmm. you didn't think about what it could bring you or like failure your show's not a failure but if it were to be a failure you know but you're doing what you want to do yeah what do i want to do
1: I really am unqualified to answer that question
2: (laughs) I'm having an existential crisis, if you hadn't already figured out. No, but, uh, so,
1: it's interesting, because you, you are, but also you very much so not. I mean, you're on your second master's, you are in a job that you like, that transferred you to yet another foreign country, Hmm. so, I mean, like, in a lot of ways, like, I totally understand how you're like, oh, what do I want, I don't know the answer to that, um, but from just like an outsider's perspective, it very much so seems like in many ways you do kind of have it a little bit together. Like going forward, uh, you know, as, I, as somebody who like I'm anxious about things all the time. Um, and when we talked about like mine, I my go-to is to uh, pre-get anxious about failure yeah. that might happen in four years, uh, yeah. and then like focus in on that and yeah. be really worried about oh, but in four years I might do X. If you don't have a plan, does that, like, alleviate
2: the problem? No. In fact, I actually think having a plan makes my anxiety worse. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of went... Well, wrong with my marriage. We're still, like, a mate. We're best friends, actually, Mm -hmm. my husband and I. But I had this vision of what marriage was supposed to be with the house and the dog and the beautiful house and, like, things. We had to have things in the house Mm -hmm. and, like... So I was so goal set on getting there and having those things that I just guess I didn't live in the moment. Okay. You know? Yeah. So now I kind of put emphasis on living in the moment. It's not the worst way to do because it. Because I realized for my anxiety, if I plan too far ahead, then it's going to be get the fuck out of my way until I get there. Yeah. Hmm. So. So now you're sort of trying not having that yeah. plan. Yeah. Because it works for me.
0: Yeah, that's... That's good, because a lot of people having a plan gives them security and a, like an easy feeling, but for you it seems like it's you feel caged in, that it's, yeah. it's a place that you have to get to and that's uncomfortable. It's not that I
2: don't have a plan because everybody should have a plan, but I have a slight vision of where I'm going. Yeah, and it seems so. like if someone were to ask you to move to a foreign
1: country... Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, you would maybe yeah. do it
2: a yeah, little bit yeah it's kind of a good place to kind be kind of at. yeah i also moved to spain and india yeah <laughs> while i was living in germany i took uh six months to go to india and then i took another to go to spain what did you do in india yoga okay all right
0: wow did
1: you do your like 200 hours and yeah everything? i did all right mm-hmm. i've been looking into those do it oh my god yeah. it's
2: incredible yeah you
0: can tell by the way ida said that the that was a very specific number that she knew meant something. <laughs> she, she, wasn't, she, and she wasn't 200 hours. And she wasn't just like, oh, what did you do, like, 200 <laughs> hours? She's like, did you do your 200 hours that well, I know they, you need to get certified? There's like
1: different, there's different uh, like, set ways to become, like, someone who is certified to teach yoga, and there's different courses, and the base one is basically a 200-hour, mm-hmm. like, course that you do as, like, a thing. And then there's, like, 500 and stuff, but mm-hmm. anyway... The, I wasn't being snarky. What, did you do 200 yeah, hours a year in India? Um, no, that's cool. Okay. And then what about Spain?
2: Um, kicking it. Learning Spanish and okay, Spanish man. Paella.
0: Oh, paella. Oh, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. Uh, I like the... You know, I was like, "Oh yeah, Spanish men. Like, and Ben's like, paella, though. <laughs> I mean, it's fair that you wouldn't be as excited about the Spanish men, but yeah. Maybe he I mean, have you, have, you, I mean have, you have,
0: have you had the paella? <laughs> have you,
1: have you no, had but I've had the Spanish men, yeah. men, and it was fine, so.
0: <laughs> Touché. <laughs> we, should, we, should, we should switch and compare notes. Uh, well, I guess which one was better, the paella or the men? See, it's not a, a question as you thought.
2: No, no, it's fair. Paella is really, really good. Yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like when it's do when it's
0: do when the, like it's done right, the seafood it's made paella. With love and, and, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
2: It takes skill not to burn paella because it's very easy to burn yeah. paella. Yeah. Uh, so if you have a really good paella, you know it. Hmm. It's fair. All right. Mm-hmm. So, and. You know, whereas if you
1: have a really good man, sometimes you're not sure.
0: Well, it's also well, it's That's also true. really hard to make sure you don't burn your man as well. That's it's just it's as a lot of
1: cultural <laughs> comparisons here. All right, so Germany, Spain, India. Um, as a kid, were you somebody who liked travel? Were you someone who like, were you adventurous? Were you into that? Or? Yeah. All right. yeah. All right. Are
2: you big family, small family, moderately big family? I have uh, three sisters three si- two sisters. I am one of, you're one three of your sisters. one of three
1: sisters. Okay. Um, what is your What does your family kind of think about all of the places that you like? You're going, and you're based in Germany, but then you're like surprise, I'm going to India for six months to be a yogi. Like, how how does it vibe? Are they Are they into it?
2: Yeah, I think so. My mom loved looking at pictures of my adventures, and um, it was funny because she. Finally got a Facebook a couple of years back, Ooh. so she would tag herself in my pictures so that they would show up in for her, her friends. Yeah, her Facebook oh. for her, her ten friends, nice. most of which were me and my sister and my dad. And uh, I said, "Mom, like you're not in these pictures. You're not there. <laughs> <laughs> my hate to break it to nuggets, you, but... but no, that's fair. You no, didn't they do it. over after a time they kind of got used to it. My dad, like, where are you going oh. now? Okay." Send me pictures. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. So now that you've uh, you've both worked and gone to school in both Germany and China, in terms of if you were to hypothetically go back to the U.S. or go to another country, in terms of like the the the, the degrees that you've that you've gotten in these places, how does that translate? Do you know that yet? Have you like have have you thought about it? Because I don't. I'm always interested in how that works when you study in other countries.
2: Well, yeah, so, no, uh, and that's it's very tricky. <laughs> no, that is tricky. Uh, my law degree came from a German university, so I just have to do a few administrative things, take a bar exam in whatever state I move back to, and then I can practice there. But no, it is tricky. I don't want to move back to America, though. Okay.
0: Hmm. okay like ever or right now
2: right now i'm not ready you know the point in your life when you kind of just feel you're ready to move yeah after my separation everyone said okay well what are you gonna do you're moving out of your house why don't you just go home yeah fuck you no
1: (laughs) everyone fuck you everyone yeah because i just you're
2: stupid (laughs) i didn't feel like i was ready you know so i I found an apartment in germany continued to work actually found a boyfriend and uh then i knew it was ready i was ready
0: so scary, yeah a month, a month into the relationship we are like this is this is the right time
2: <laughs> yeah there's...
0: across the world
2: yeah all right.
1: i get that yeah there's like that part where you're like okay and now like all of my belongings could go in boxes and i could oh god
2: out. i have stuff like in different countries all over the world to be completely honest i don't even know where things are anymore huh
1: I don't own things, was my realization, because <laughs> I was like, I'm moving back to the States in about four weeks, and I was like, oh shit, like I have to move internationally, like I've mm. been in China for three years, like this is going to be such a pain in the ass, yeah. and then I started to get ready to move, and I was like, huh, you don't, uh, you, you don't know own anything. anything. <laughs> you didn't really accumulate a lot of stuff in these three Usually years. Usually
2: it's, you never know how much stuff you have until you move.
1: Yeah. Which uh-huh. is
2: totally true.
1: So did you leave things in Germany? Oh, yeah. Lots of them? Yeah, I but know. I also
2: mailed $1,000 worth of stuff home. I realized just I don't want anything. Yeah. Do you, in Shanghai, have you accumulated a lot of
1: stuff or are you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes we've accumulated she says with disdain training. you're like oh god yes we own stuff That's i'm a funny. sentimentalist so i could look at this napkin and be like oh that time i went to the restaurant. are
1: you oh yes huh.
2: so with traveling a
1: lot that must be a huge pain in the ass yes. to be sentimental and travel mm-hmm. is just literally so space consuming yes so this has been every this is this is all like post that moment with tequila sort of got you spinning on this journey growing up um did what what did you think about failure did you like were your some people's parents really pushed them some people have high expectations nope not so much nope
2: no I don't know why I just always wanted to be the best but nobody ever pushed me to be the best
1: did you push yourself to do that like if you weren't the best did you worry or you just like
2: No, in fact, I was pretty average. In sports, my sister and I were both very, very good. Okay. Uh, What sports? We did taekwondo and dance. Oh. And track. Nice. None of those are my sports.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know nothing about them.
2: But in America, growing up as a kid, if you're good at something, yeah, they'll encourage you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Good for you, good for you, good for you. But you never, I don't think, put pressure on yourself to be better than that. Yeah. But you want to stay good. Yeah. yeah, And if you get better, well, positive externality, that's fantastic. But you never kick yourself in the ass for not being good, at least where I come from. Okay.
1: So we should all move to
2: Connecticut. Kind this of, yeah. Take away. You're kind of awesome. Well, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Connecticut's, Connecticut's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Ben, do you have more questions?
0: Yeah, I mean, so I guess, you know, given that you've, you've lived obviously from the US, Germany, uh, China, and some stints in Spain, (laughs) and India, and like, what what, what has that taught you about yourself living in all these different places?
2: My goal in going to all of these places was to kind of figure out who I am. So I know that I would never honestly want to live, live, live in China. Okay. It's too stressful for me. Yes, it can be a high-stress place. Yeah. I mean, I've lived in big cities before, but now I know that I want smaller cities. And in India, it's way, way too big. Mm. Noisy, dirty, lots of stuff going on, but at the same time, peaceful. Mm. So I know that I need more peace in my life. Okay.
0: Yeah, it sounds like China's not a good fit for you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) More pieces yeah. You're like, small
0: cities and more peace in your life. No, you
2: really think of Shanghai when you think of that. Uh, I need peace, quiet. Yeah, because loud, noisy things, it just gets my just going. Yeah, Shanghai is not exactly peaceful. No, it but can I had chill, to live here and figure no. that out, you know? Oh, very true. Yeah. And you don't know unless you try it. As cliche as that sounds, and I hate cliches, but you, you really, you never know unless you try it. full
1: circle, and now we're ending on one, and you said it. I did.
0: Yeah, you, yeah, you did the whole cliche,
1: <laughs> Although that one that one is paradox, that, yeah, that one's pretty true. I mean, there's not a lot you can do to get around that. No.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't know until you try. That Sounds maybe. worse when you
1: say. It. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you when you say it. When while, you say it like an doing... actual cliche of kitschy like. Yeah, and yeah, for the people who, who are that. listening, I
0: was doing a uh, fake exaggerated running motion while I said it. That's true. It that, was, you, yeah. that you need to do when you. you say You guys
1: both do a lot of the, there's a lot of hands and faces that have been lost in the audio recording of this, but it's been pretty gold.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a New England thing, I think. Would you agree?
0: Maybe, maybe it's a, yeah, maybe it's a north. We're really northeast thing. in some sense. I feel like New Yorkers are also pretty. Oh, exaggerated yeah, very and handsy. And very handsy. Yeah. So it might, hey. might, be yeah, might be it might be a north it might be a northeast.
1: I'm willing to believe it. Also, mm. just
0: maybe it's also in that part of the country the concentration of like Jews, Italians, and <laughs> Irish people. Yeah. Because I feel like all those people <laughs> tend to be very gesticulating. Yeah, and- that's fair. Yeah,
2: because if you talk to an Irish person and. What you're saying is stupid. We're going to look. What? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you got a lot You're out. saying what to me? <sighs> Yet with the Italian hands, so it's kind of this great mix of.
0: Yeah, so I mean, what we're basically
2: saying is,
1: if you're listening to the podcast, you're missing out on ninety percent of what was said.
0: Yeah, and we're hating you for that, but we don't really supply an alternative, because uh, we, we don't, yeah, we don't have uh yeah, no,
1: I wasn't going to say we were hating them, but if you want to throw that in as an no answer, follow no. us on iTunes, we hate you, like, it's a pretty good pitch. Yeah. No, I
0: just, I just, I just felt like we were, we were kind of hammering these people for not watching a video of it, even though we, we don't supply that.
1: Yeah, no, 100%, well, they suck for not watching, but it's fine.
0: Well, thank you thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was super, super super interesting.
2: Thank you. They gave me beer.
0: Yeah. We did. It was it was it was Kathleen's one bribed bribed me. Yeah. One Had a specification that needed to be met to <laughs> to, lock, to lock her time down.
1: That's fair. I, I appreciate it. a cheap that. date, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, you were a one beer date, so
2: yeah. It Thanks, was Bottles cheap. XO. You're the best. Yeah. In Maybe. case you were a sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> 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 In case Bottles XO for being a sponsor.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: Proverbial messages. Yeah. Uh, subliminal messages, that's yeah. it. Subliminally yes, messaging sublim- Bottles B- XO
0: Bottles XO Okay,
1: we're not actually getting paid No, that. we're not
0: uh, But yeah if, uh, yeah, if you guys like The Failure Show, please If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe on iTunes And leave a five-star review We would really appreciate it So, yeah, that's been The Failure Show Until next time